This is the Seedbed Daily text. The only problem with the Bible, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Consider this, wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. It's your turn. Yes, and Christ will shine on you. As we head to our next destination, I want to have a small sidebar with you. I want us to look at the little card on which we wrote yesterday. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. And if for some reason you didn't actually do it, I'll give you a mulligan. Do it now. Why? Because the many martyrs who gave their lives in response to the revelation of the Word of God that it might come to us, never intended that these words would remain bound in a book on our shelf or bedside table or stuck in an app on our phone. The only reason the Word of God has been bound into books is so it might become unbounded in our hearts, our minds, our very flesh and blood bodies and unleashed through our lives in the world. We are meant to become living bearers, holy manifestations, burning bushes, spirit-filled fiery pillars of the living Word of God, who is Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah. Before the New Testament, was the New Testament, it was thousands of little scraps of papyrus and parchment on which were inscribed the inspired revelation of the Holy Spirit to and through human beings. Bits of this gospel account and that one, pieces of this letter and that sermon, this verse and that passage, carefully scribed in multiple copies and then unleashed into the world through apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. It took a few centuries to collect and compare and collate all of this under the most rigorous processes you could imagine to come into the document we today know as the New Testament. The Word of God was inspired by the Spirit of God and inscribed by the people of God for one reason, that it might be transcribed by the Spirit of God onto the tablets of human hearts and transcendently enfleshed in the lives of human beings, the image bearers of God. 
From the very earliest days, we get signature instructions like these from Deuteronomy 6. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. The dear saint who handed me the carefully crafted business card last Sunday was living out Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9 via 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. We must get the Word of God out of its bookish bindings and into the many varied processes that unleash it into our lives. The Spirit is ever searching for, willing, and working to sow the Word of God into the deepest recesses of our heart and mind. The only problem with the Bible is its bindings. It is a problem easily solved. It starts by writing it on a card. Still day one, the prayer. Father, how we thank you for your word, your inspired, revealed, powerful word. Thank you that it has been written down and bound in a book. Thank you for the Bible, the book. And thank you for your son, Jesus, who is this word perfectly unveiled in an actual flesh and blood person, the word made flesh, the one who is fully human and fully divine. How we love you, Jesus. And thank you for the Holy Spirit who gloriously brings all of this into our lives. We are all gratitude and praise today. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, how do you go about getting the Word of God out of the bindings of the book and into the shape of Deuteronomy 6, 6-9. For the Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.